Hey, this is Chris. And this is Casey. And this is Slip Into Something Uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Today we're going to be talking about double standards. This topic I feel is very important because I feel double standards is in everyday life. Everybody faces double standards pretty much all the time and it's a norm. No matter where you go, what country, area, whatever it may be, you're going to have to deal with double standards. The reason why I want to speak on them is because usually when people think of double standards, they kind of look at it as a negative. And I have been getting into debates and conversations with people to where I tend to understand that they're not all negative. There's a lot of positive ones. There's a lot of them that make sense that I feel should be a norm. And the most controversial double standards are usually when it comes to male and female. And so we're just going to touch on a couple of different types of double standards and see what you guys think. (laughs) So the first thing I would say, which would be the most obvious, would be gender double standards. What's okay for a woman and what's okay for a man that is not okay to the opposite sex. So for instance, the most popular one would be, oh, it is okay for guys to go and sleep around, but it is not okay for women to go and sleep around because then you guys get called a bunch of negative names. Mm -hmm. So we would ask ourselves, well, is this a good double standards, pardon me, double standard, or is it a bad double standard? Okay. In my opinion, I feel that it is a good double standard. The reason why I feel that it's a good double standard is, like I was saying, it's not that so much is a great thing for men to go and sleep with a whole bunch of women, but I definitely do not think it is a a great thing for a woman to go and sleep with a whole bunch of men because I feel the consequences are different. I feel the effect of that is different and to be honest, uh, men hold women at a much higher standard when it comes to morals and, and things like that, when it pertains to sex and virtuous. So it's more so, yeah, I expect you to do this, that, and the third, but yeah, I know I'm not, but that's what I expect of you. Obviously, it does not sound fair, and I necessarily can't say that it is, but I get the double standard. I understand that some people don't agree with that. How do you feel about it, Casey? <laughs> That's It's kind of a loaded question because I, as far as a lot of my girlfriends, I know that my number is lower than a lot. But as far as some of the guys I've been with, my number is a lot higher than what's expected. So it's like, I don't know if it's a, a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know if it puts me in a different spotlight, if it puts me in a different category in their eyes. I don't, it's, uh, I don't know. It's one of those things There, it's definitely a double standard. And I, I don't know why it is so stigmatized for females versus males where it's rewarded for males almost as far as like the verbal praise, but I don't know. I think it's something that I, I definitely, I know it's there. I just, I don't know how I feel about it. I feel it's not just, and it's not fair, but there's a lot of double standards that are just like that. And it's just something, I don't know if it's something that we could ever change or if it's going to ever change. Well, when it comes to, so I tend to to look at not just people, 
when it comes to double standards. And I think to myself, are there natural double standards? So I'll tend to look at nature and I would say what goes on to where the males can do it or where the females can do it, but it doesn't work on the other side. Are there double standards, just natural double standards in nature? And I would call double standards in nature law. That's just the law of the land. That's what happens. You are a male, so you are the one that fights off this, whatever, the the big bull and this, that, and the other. The woman does not. It is not expected of the females to do that. That is the male's job. Even though you're both lions, one person is expected to do something while the other person is not. I mean, not person, but animal is not. Obviously, there's no complaints. (laughs) well i mean it might be we just don't know their language (laughs) right we don't know the the language exactly but i think a lot of double standards are natural when it comes to sex and things like that i I also believe that a lot of the double standards goes to how men like i said how men think of women and uh men are known to i don't want to say known like that but a, a lot of men they they go and they try and find whatever kind of woman they can to have sex with. The majority of the time is like sex, 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 sex. They're doing that until they get to the point to where they are ready to get a wife, right? So when you get a wife, you don't want your wife to be one of those girls that all the other guys went and had sex, 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 sex with. You would prefer her to be, I don't know, something more so of your prize at the end. Almost like your personal trophy, not a trophy wife, but I have this great woman and this, that, and the other. Not to say if you're a woman and you have sex with a decent number of people that you're not a good woman or you're not worthy or anything like that. It's more so of the mentality of a lot of men. And there's a lot of variables that goes into that. There can be women that say, hey, you know, this was happening when I was very young and immature. Since I've been this age, it hasn't been like that at all. Or, hey, I've had a boyfriend like every year, like a new boyfriend every year. So here I am, you know, let's say 30 and I started having boyfriends at 15. That's 15 people. And then after that, there was a couple, blah, blah, blah. Now you up to, let's say, 18. Well, now it doesn't seem as bad because like, okay, she was in a relationship with all of them. There's like little variables that causes the number not to matter as much, in my opinion. Right. You know, it can be, hey, I was dealing with trauma at the time. I had, there's a lot of women that they'll lose their dad or somebody like that they're close to and they'll act out. And that'll be one of the ways that they act out. So it's not that you're necessarily whole or anything like that. It's just that that was your way of getting through whatever it was that you were getting through. So it speaks differently on your character. So it's more of a primal thing for guys. It's just like, you just got to go out and like, that's just in your blood. It's just in your DNA to go out and do that. And as a girl, it's just like, but you got to do more important things. And that's why you're on the pedestal. Yeah, we definitely hold you guys to a higher standard and put you on a pedestal. That's why we let you get away with so much. That's why (laughs) when you get put over, (laughs) you, you know, you can bat your eyes and we say, all right, go, you're fine. You know, that's why we let you scream at us. We let you say this and have all these wild accusations and deal with a lot of the craziness that comes up because we feel that you're worth it. Like she, that's my girl, man. You know, she worth it. That's, that's who I chose. So, and guys, you know, I understand that a lot of women be like, oh, you think we don't want to hook up and do this and the other. 
it's like, yeah, I get it. But the way we think and go about it is completely different. I'm not going to say any names because just in case somebody's listening, we can be, I can be walking with a person that I know, and I'm, I'm guilty of this too. And a woman can walk right past me and I turn and my head just goes right with her. If she got a, if she has some type of attribute that I'm attracted to, I'm on it. And I'll go and get that just because I've seen that attribute attribute, and I'm attracted to it. And my <laughs> thought is... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of booty. <laughs> yeah, booty or, or breasts. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> and you know, it's like, yo, I need to... I want to go and hit that. I want to do something with that right there. So I'll go and do that. And after I bust, I'm out. I come and I go. And I'm satisfied. And then the next one comes around, boom, done, boom, done. You know, I can do that. Not saying that I'm out there doing that. I'm just saying, at a point in time, I was wilding out a bit. But it was just primal, raw, like, quick, like, reaction. Like, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted. It had nothing to do with the person, nothing to do with her character, nothing to do... She's cool. She got a great personality, all that kind of stuff. It was none of that. It was just like I wanted to have sex with that person because I found her attractive. I did that and then I was cool. Like one time was fine with me and I was straight. What I've noticed with a lot of women, it's a bit different. It doesn't seem like it's the same. It's a lot more getting to know you, what kind of person you are, getting a little bit more attached once the sex does happen. And even when I've talked to certain women about it, they feel a certain kind of way after the fact. Certain women, even though they say it's not a big deal, they still feel a little guilt, a little used. I don't know if that's a natural feeling. I don't know if that's just like cognitive dissonance or, or what, but they just feel a certain kind of way about it. Not all, but just some. Yeah, I think it just goes down to the character because I think it's kind of like right now what you're explaining is a lot of do as I say, not as I do. But mm-hmm. I know a lot of males that are, in what you would categorize as the female role where they're just like more loving and more heartfelt and more take your time. Let's get to know each other, blah, 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 blah. I think that the, not that the roles have reversed, but I think that, I don't know. I just, I think that it's, we're more in like a, it's less like a nineties movie and more like a case by case basis now. No, you're saying that. Okay. not to say, no, you're wrong. But I think because <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to sound like that. But you're a hundred percent right. But if I took you and said, "All right, Casey, I'm putting you back in a time machine, 15, 16 years ago," you'll be absolutely wrong. And that's because it's you're older, so you're dealing with a more mature crowd. So the more mature yeah. crowd that you're dealing with and that you're around and you're associating with, that's how they are. But the younger crowd is still the same. Like if you're out on a hunt, you're out on a hunt. There's not like too much change. When you say, oh, it seems like the roles are reversed. You know, the men are acting this way and doing that way. That's because they, they're done playing. Like you're at the age now to where it's like, yo, I'm cool. Because how we called it, either you were a sucker or you were mature. There wasn't really too much of in between. If you were young and you were acting like that, we, we would call you like, you're a chump. You whipped. Like that was a word you're whipped or so-and-so. But if you were older, like, yo, dude is just mature. Like he, he's done. That's a grown ass man. You know, we right. expect that of you because you've already, you did your runs. If you still wilding out while you're older, you look dumb. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? So I feel you're almost more speaking of experience 
you know, the experience that you're having right now as you're older, because obviously I would think that it was different when you were younger as far as what you've seen. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I'm not validating or saying that that's right, but I think, I mean, your theory is correct. Yes, that it's more known for more mature people, but I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I don't know if there's ever going to be a time where it's going to be seen as a case-by-case basis. I think you're right. I think it's always going to be seen as how it's seen. And it's like, is our goal here for the double standard discussion to be why it's that way or if it's going to change or if it's right or if it's wrong? Well, we can, yes, right, wrong. Why is that? I think we discuss why it's that way. You know, okay. just simply the way how we think and how we act and what we, how we look at each other. Do we think is wrong? I had my opinion on if I think it's wrong or right. I'm not 100% sure on what your opinion was on that, if it was <laughs> wrong or right or if you were neutral. I don't necessarily think it's wrong or right. I think it's it's chauvinistic and it's misogynistic in a sense that like men want women to have the experience, but they don't want to know where that experience is gained. <laughs> So I think a lot of it is ignorance is bliss, but I think it's wrong in the sense that, like we said, like it's, it's revered and it's great if a man does it because it makes him more manly or he comes off more manly. But I think it's, it's wrong that it makes a woman more slutty or whorish or easy. It's not a good thing for her to be sexually confident or sexually aware or aware of her needs. And it's, we live in that society. I don't know if it's ever going to change. It almost sounds like, I don't know. I don't really know what, what angle I'm going here. I just, (laughs) I don't know. I just, it's one of those things. It's just one of those things. Yeah. I think when it comes to it, there's other things that go into play with just the act sex. You gonna know if your girl been around when you go up in there, if it's like throwing a hot dog down the hallway, then we know we got a problem. That's the issue. It's like you just, you know. The thing is, a woman having a lot of experience, it's like, here's your biggest in your face moment. What forever was like the thing guys look for when a chick, when like, I got a new chick, especially when we were younger? It was a virgin. Oh, she's a virgin. So she's going to be, she's, I'm going to be her first, or I'm going to be her only, or she's going to be strong, or she's going to be super tight. Woo de woo. What's the last thing a woman wants to have sex with? A virgin. A virgin. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, men, we know this. And we've been knowing this. So that can have a lot to do with, I need to not be a virgin. And not only not not be a virgin, but I can't just, one's not going to be enough. Let me get as much experience as possible. Because when I find the one that I really want to impress, I want to lay the smackdown. Like, I want to be the bomb in her eyes. And with the woman on the opposite end, if I don't know how to say this without being crude, <laughs> but the tighter, the better. I'll just uh, leave it like that. And it's one of those things to where, yeah, I know it sounds bad and uh, hell it might be, but that's <laughs> just what it is. <laughs> I can't really. Well, I mean, I, I is it really that bad? Like, like women that have had like eight kids can still get pregnant with a ninth. So it's obviously not untight. I mean, like, I don't, yeah. is it really, there's a huge difference or. I don't think so. Because, <laughs> you know, I've been with women with children with multiple children and stuff like that. And um, 
I don't want to say too much, but I have been a minute man a couple of times with those situations. So some right. <laughs> See, so it's it is a double standard. It's you're just like solidifying the fact that it's just a mental thing, not like a it's like a social mental thing. It's not like necessarily a physical thing. It's also like innately in us to believe that way. It's kind of that is just what we think. That's what we believe. And that's that. We don't really question it. It's kind of like, yeah, obviously, if she's having sex with a whole bunch of people, she's loose, but she's not. She's tight. It's common sense, right? You know, that's how we think, regardless of our experience. Like, I've had experiences to where somebody would be very loosey-goosey, but like I said, it's more so just almost like an unspoken law that we have in our, pardon me, an unspoken notion that we have in our head. Like, she doesn't have a lot of partners. She's, she's is better, but if she does, it's not as good. She's seen as more clean. Right. Exactly. More virtuous, more valuable. Whereas like she could have had one partner and had been infected with herpes or something, or she could have gone out with like 20 guys and not ever gotten sick or gotten any kind of diseases transmitted. Yeah, but we definitely don't think about that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just, it is a double standard though. Like, and plus it's like, it's weird because it's like guys want girls to have the experience, the whole crazy in the head, crazy in the bed and like all that fun stuff. But I'm, I, I don't, not with my experience. <laughs> when you, That's what I'm saying. When you're older, it's certain shit that goes out the window. <laughs> like so if, guys would rather have like a boring pillow princess lay than like... No, but she can get that experience with me. I don't give a damn if you ain't got no experience before you get to me. But when me and you are together, then we're going to make these experiences together. I don't care if you don't have it coming to the door. <laughs> oh. That's fine. I've experienced myself where I'm inexperienced. And this is me in my adulthood coming to a woman and she showing me things or telling me to do different things. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I'm with it. <laughs> you know, and I'm I'm learning as I go. I'm fine with that. I feel no ways. I feel no ways about that. So I would definitely do the same with the woman that I want to be with, is I would start these experiences with her. So another example, a double standard when it comes to gender is aggression. So I wanted to use this because I, I feel it's one of the, the biggest ones. I feel it's almost bigger than sexual because it affects more people. It's always been known that a man can't hit a woman. But if a woman hits a man, it's really no big deal. And it's kind of looked at that that way, in my opinion, I think, because they feel we can take it. However. Aggression is aggression and hitting is hitting. And if you want to be treated as equals and have this equality, then no one should be hitting anyone. However, the double standard allows for a woman to be able to hit a man and for a man not to be able to hit a woman. Uh, Not only that, when it comes to verbal, if you see a man um, yelling and screaming at a woman, you want to go to her defense. This is a natural response. You're like, oh, crap, like that poor girl. But see a woman doing the same thing to a man, that is not your reaction. You almost just assume, oh, he deserved it. I know he did something. And I believe that's a double standard. But you know he deserved it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> right. why else would she be screaming at him? And um, from experience, I didn't deserve it. Okay. I didn't deserve it. <laughs> I have been screamed at a lot. 
for things <laughs> that I did not deserve. It can be a misunderstanding. Who knows? So to the people out there, when you see somebody getting screamed at, a male getting screamed at by his girl, walk over and say, hey, man, relax. Just interrupt it. Just relax. And hopefully she'll start screaming at you. He can get away and everything will be fine. I know I would have put you to that. This does not seem like it's personally driven at all. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I would have appreciated that. <laughs> With this particular double standard, I am in the middle as far as if I think that it's good. Uh, what do you think? See, I'm sitting here thinking about all these other double standards that go into the male versus female. Like women are expected to take a man's name. So like when they get married and men aren't expected to change their name and a woman is seen as just trying to go against the grain if she doesn't want to change her name or have the same name as her kids or something. And it's just, there's so many other little double standards that I think add up to it being almost okay to be seen as women should get away with certain things versus not. But then I don't know if I'm being biased (laughs) because I'm a woman. I don't know if you're being biased. That with the example with the name, I wanted to ask you, you don't think that that's just standard? Like that's kind of like, it's almost, it's tradition. It, It was never, it was never in a way to where it's like, okay, you take on the wife's name. So I don't really, I don't know if I would consider that one a double. Well, I think, I think a lot of them, they, they are seen as standards. Like if a man goes and gets his haircut and he's got his kids with him, everyone's like, oh my God, what an amazing dad. He couldn't find anyone to watch the kids. Like he's doing double duty. He's being such a man. But if a woman takes her kids, it's like, couldn't she find someone like to watch the kids? Now they're running around screaming, being brats here. So I think there's so many little double standards in everyday life that it kind of, it negates the big ones in a way. Yeah. The one that you just said, if a guy got three kids and they're crying, it's a baby, it's a toddler and whatever, you have sympathy and empathy for that person. Like, oh man, like poor guy, like here he is with all these kids, like, damn, sorry, bro. But if you see a woman with it, it's like, oh yeah, that's mom. Yeah. And why can't she get a grip grip on that? Why are they such brats? Like, why is she so, yeah. Right, right. I think that's another one that's like innate, like that's kind of, we, that's what we expect from the mother. Yeah. And we expect a different thing from the father. He's going to be the the disciplined one and she's going to be the nurturing one. It's like the role of the sexes. But yeah, so you're basically saying that you feel that the accumulation of all of the smaller double standards that goes more so to the men's favor kind of justifies this bigger one to where they should be able to get away with a little bit when it comes to aggression. Um, see, that's, that's like a double-edged sword because it's like, I've never been one to go crazy and start yelling like irrationally at a guy. So I think that's just a general characteristic that is just kind of out there. But I mean, I definitely think that if it's a man versus woman physical thing, men are built stronger. And I think that that's for sure a non-fair thing. But I think if as far as like yelling and stuff, I think if that's all a woman feels like she has the power of as far as getting her point across, I think it's just a bad relationship. I don't think it's necessarily a good or a bad thing. I think it's just a bad scene 
Yeah, that's a bad scene, but it happens in relationship yelling. If it ain't no yelling in your relationship, you're not in a relationship. You're in some other shit. <laughs> Are you um, sure? Are you sure it's not because like, okay, this I'm, I'm going to do an off-color joke here. <laughs> I had to preface it so people don't think I'm just so racist or something, but are you sure it's not because you're just black and loud? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. Because uh, remember, I've dated them when they're at every ethnicity and I've not heard every single one of their mouths. You've tasted the rainbow. <laughs> yes, I have. I have uh, tasted the damn rainbow. So I have experienced it. And I feel the reason why that double standard, why men, real men don't complain about that. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Kind of like how we discussed in our last topic. There's too many sensitive ass following, offended for this, offended for that. And now I'm offended because they get to get away with this and we don't. It's like, stop being a bitch, dude. Like, if your girl sock your arm or push you, really? Like, okay, so what? You want to be like, oh, I'm abused. You're an abuser too. It's not right. Like, relax, dude. I think the reason why it's okay for women to yell and be a little bit more aggressive when it comes to um, verbal not saying disrespectful, but a little bit more aggressive and, you know, might get a little bit more hot is because when women do it, we don't got nothing to fear. We're not thinking, uh, what if it gets to the next level or what if they get real mad? We don't have any fear of that. But if a man is getting irate and like yelling, it's a lot more uh, fear inducing. It's definitely something that you, yeah, you need it, to know. It's more, yeah. It's more fearful. I don't know why the word uh, skipped me, but yeah, it's more, <laughs> it brings about more fear. That aggression is like, whoa, chill. It's, you can see it in any relationship when if a dude starts snapping, the, the woman starts getting a little meek and like falling back. Like, yo, bro, like you're, you're scaring me a little bit. But a woman, if she's doing that, we're like, okay, all right. Like if anything, we're like, oh my God, I'm going to just sit here as quiet as possible. So eventually she stops. Like, that's the only thing we fear is that the conversation is going to continue. That is what we're afraid of. Women, it's like, is this dude going to punch me? Is this guy going to put his hands on me? Choke me out. Yeah. And we think, and when I see that, I think the same thing. Like, yo, dude, like, relax, homie. Like, relax. So that's why I think that's fine, because we don't have the same interpretation when getting yelled at. And the physical part is obvious. We are able and capable of inducing a whole lot of pain and hurt without much effort. A woman, depending on the size, but let's just go off the norm to where she's going to be smaller than the dude, we can take that. And you being the man, you should be able to take it. And I'm not saying like take punches to the face, like saying, you know, you should let your girl beat you up. You, She's real hot or pissed and, you know, she might push you or, hell, she might punch you in the arm or, you know, sock you in the chest. That's some hood shit. Um, not all <laughs> women do that, but, you know, sometimes some females, they get so mad, they just deck you in the chest real quick or sock your arm. Like I said, Sorry, not everybody I do that. about an episode of Friends that Soleil Moon Fry, who played Punky Brewster, <laughs> she was on an episode and she keeps beating up Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep imagining the scenes and like I'm hearing them in my head where she's like, you're so funny. And she's like punching his arm and he's like, that fucking hurts. <laughs> <laughs> right, knock it off. <laughs> yeah, I think that um, 
we look at it like you should be able to take it. I think women look at it that way and men do. So I believe that's why that double standard is allowed. And it's even, I mean, not until more recently have I been hearing in court, like, oh my God, like, hey, it's not cool that you're doing that. Wait, are you in court getting told this? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I know. Ain't nobody whooped my ass. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I want if, a note to all men. If you feel like you get to that point, always walk away. Always. Always walk away. It is. And if not... she hits you or stabs you in the back or something, you were trying to get rid of the scene. You were getting away from the scene, so you are automatically in a better light. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if there's a weapon involved, knock her ass out. Um, I'm going to say that right now, because now you are actually like you you have to literally protect your life. So somebody got a knife on you. These are the variables. Somebody got a knife on you. You have the right to physically protect yourself. Gun, chainsaw, axe, all that good stuff. Nail file. Yeah, yeah. Gerbils, all that just <laughs> throw punch. <laughs> you never know what's in a bitch purse. You know, you never know. Especially crazy. See, I think it's funny because it's like the the double standard conversation when we were first texting about it yesterday, and you were like, So what kind of double standards do you think of? And the, immediately I go, male, female. I didn't uh-huh. even think about other ones. And it's just like I was trying to do some research today and come up with some examples to spotlight. And it's just, I don't, a lot of them did come out to be male versus female, but a lot of them, it's not a male female thing. It's just like an asshole, not asshole thing. Yeah. One of the things that I mentioned to you is age. There's a uh, double standard when it comes to age. And that's why I said, I believe that there are good double standards. And I believe a lot of them are almost just simply norms. It's like common sense, like a course, for instance, if, a 10 year old comes up to you and and punches you because they're upset they get to get away with it like you know he's 10 silly kid but if you upset at a 10 year old and you punch him it's like yo what are you doing dude you're an adult (laughs) (laughs) you can't do that (laughs) you have the double standard of oh she's so cute it's innocent it's fine kids just tell the truth so, you know, I believe you even told me a story like this before. Holden's up in this store and he says something like, hey, why is that woman so fat? Or, hey, lady, why are you so fat or big? And it's like, dude, you don't do that. But since he's a kid, all right, he's just, it's just what he sees. He's just being honest. You are fat and um, you <laughs> are bigger than the normal. So he's just being honest. I know it's fine. But if an adult do that, it's like, excuse me? Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, you're going to get knocked out. Like, yo, I'm just being honest. And that's going to really, that's going to make it worse. <laughs> if you that is, yeah, that is going to make it worse. That's going to make it way worse. Like, wait, you weren't just trying to offend me? You're actually saying that's really how you feel? Boom, boom, boom. That's going to make it way worse. So the younger get to get away with things that the older don't. And even vice versa, a grumpy old man, or a grumpy old woman. We put up with it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we don't put up with grumpy folks our age. 
they have like a title for it. It's called a curmudgeon or, you know, the grump or whatever. It's just like, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that's just not, that's doesn't mean that they're like that as a character, as a human. It's just, that's their age. They're just disgruntled. They're fed up. They're tired. Right. Right. Yeah. And we accept it. We yeah, accept we do. It. And you want to know one of the main reasons, in my opinion, we accept it is because it's like the norm. That's, that's with a lot of old people, <laughs> you know, it's not like, <laughs> Oh, and no, that's not a, that's only some like, no, I mean, there's a lot of old people that are uh, grumpy. There's just a well, lot, there's a of, lot of old people still to this day that are like, it's a we, dying out generation. Thank God. But <laughs> that's my being ageist or whatever. But a lot of like racist grandparents. And it's just like, well, uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh. that's just how they are. That's just where they were raised. Right. That's the generation. And it's like even like people that are, you know, the oppressed are just like, no, I mean, it's just a grandma. Like, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. And it's like, no, you should still, that just means they're an asshole. And don't let them get right. away with it because of their age. Right, right, right. Exactly. We, you're right. We will let racism, people get away with racism because of a double standard. Like, no, they can do it because they're old. They don't know any better. It's like, actually, they know more better than yeah. You. I thought they were older and wiser. They should totally know better. Yeah, they they definitely know better. They know what they're doing. They've seen the times change. They understand that there is a different understanding with all that stuff now. So, yeah, we shouldn't let them get away with it. But double standard ploys that you do. It's fine. It's okay. They're old. And then here's another double standard is... I was thinking about it because I like to watch a lot of the 48 hours shows and like the datelines and 2020s and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I've seen plenty of shows or episodes where it's like a 16 year old girl is dating a boy. Her mom doesn't like him. So she forbids him to be seen. And then all of a sudden the mom shows up dead from a very violent death. And it comes up that it ended up being her daughter and the boyfriend and some of his friends that like slit the mom's throat and left the body there. And then took off or whatever with her ATM card because she's 16. She won't serve like so many life sentences, but a 21 year old could go to jail for armed robbery, but they know better all of a sudden because they're five years older. Right. And they'll get a stricter punishment when it's not a bad enough crime as like the murder and the malice and the premeditation and stuff. Right. It's like we give all these ifs, ands, or buts, and we get all of these leeways and leniencies, but it's just like, no, I mean, you're human. My seven-year-old knows not to go kill me and run away. Yeah, it's hogwash because it's almost like a maturity double standard type of situation. And it's also, it's like mental, cognitive thinking type of thing. Like you figure they won't give a person, they'll act like, oh, she's 16, right? She's 16, so we're going to be lax. She doesn't necessarily... N- I, who knows what the hell they think? If she don't know too much or, you know, she's young, she's still thinking this way, you know, you can't really have her judge her as an adult. You don't want to ruin the rest of her life. She she didn't understand what her actions, the consequence of her actions or whatever may have you, right? Mm-hmm. And this can be a 16-year-old, okay? And then recently, as you know, they'll let a four-year-old or a five-year-old say, if they're going to be a male or a female for the rest of their life, that they are mature enough, wise enough, and uh, know enough to say that young of age, which sex they're going to be. That is the type of thing that blows my mind. Because 
that's when I'm like, how the hell can a kid that hasn't even, can you at least wait till puberty? Because that would make a little bit more sense. Okay, after puberty, yeah, see how you feel. Because that's when like maybe those feelings and thoughts start coming into play and that testosterone really kick in or that estrogen really kicks in and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling a, a certain way and you should have a clearer direction. Just to make a little bit more sense to me if they waited. I mean, puberty hits, what, at 12? Something like that? Yeah, like 13, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, something like that. It's like, just wait. I'm not saying, when I say this, this is speaking of the the ones that's like, I'm identifying, we're going to let this four-year-old say they identify and they are the opposite. Not like, oh, you know, I'm girly or this, that, and the other. That's completely different. That's personality. I'm talking about literally saying that they are mature enough, know enough at that age to where they can decide if they are a male or a female. But a 16-year-old is not old enough to face the consequences of a planned murder. Right. It's all over the place. It don't make sense at all. It doesn't make sense. So it's almost like, Sometimes some of these double standards just, it seems as though it's only for conveniency. It's convenient yeah. for it to be a double standard on this, for this thing. It's convenient for this one to fit whatever point that they're trying to make or have. Yeah, it's just the people that have the power and the money and the money and the power. <laughs> minute after minute. <laughs> right. after. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> um, I think... Yeah. I just like, how do they get away with making those decisions? How do they get away with making those, those calls? And like, how does that fly? And how does that stay in the thousands of years that people have existed? Double standards have existed as well. And it just, we all know that they're stupid and they're hogwash, but they, we keep doing it there. But that was, so the point that I, the first thing, one of the first things I said is that there are some that I feel are natural and that we need. And that's fine. There are a lot more that are not. The stuff from the beginning of time, for instance, things have changed and people have got way more like, I don't want to say, what uh, should I say, forgiving or should I say uh, lax lax with stuff. Back in the day, I mean, this sounds bad. It is bad. But I'm just saying, I mean, back, back, back in the day, you steal something, you get your hand cut off. That was one of the things they did back in the day. Okay? Oh, they still do it in certain countries. Certain countries, they still do it. Definitely, if you commit a murder or a crime as, you know, you 16, they they looked at, I mean, remember, we were having 16-year-olds in the army, okay? You kill somebody at 16, you get executed. It is what it is. Like, you're old enough to know what you're doing, and you're old enough to take the consequences. Just as time goes on, we get more lax of like, no, and we start thinking way too hard into stuff. Way too much. Sympathizing. Yeah, there we go. That's the word I was looking for. God, sympathizing. Yeah, sympathize <laughs> way too freaking much. And I believe it hurts us. And I think that also one of the things that obviously stimulates some of these double standards, because it is true. A lot of stuff was... There's too many double standards, and a lot of them is are convenient. But I believe the best double standards are the ones that seem natural, that are just almost like, yeah, that's just how we are. 
almost kind of like how we were talking about with the sex thing earlier. It was almost like, that's just how we think. And that's just how we are. It's not because somebody's telling us that, and it's not because it's a law. That's just how we naturally think. And the same with when we were talking about the age, it was kind of like, that's just how we think. The same with the other thing that we named earlier, what was it? Aggression. Mm-hmm. Same thing. That's just how we think. You can you see that nature. When you look at nature and you see a male lion go towards some cubs, and let's just say the mom don't feel like hearing, having him by the cubs, there's going to be three lionesses that get up and start roaring and snarling at him aggressively, like yelling and yelling. And he usually just takes it. It's no, I'm nah, you can't do that. I'm, I won't fight back. But if a male does that, it's like, what you say? Oh, you trying to be dominant? And we're going to throw hands, throw paws, skibbity paps. We're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think even in nature, there's just raw, natural, double standard. Like, yeah, it's okay. I'll let the lionesses get away with that. But if you do it, Bruce, we're going to fight. Yeah. I mean, maybe naturally we do have that built in because we know that male chromosomes or DNA can be more catastrophic if triggered. Right. Right. Maybe that is something that it's just deep down in our bones and stuff. We do know that they have the upper hand. Right. It's just, it's known. And to that example, I remember, I'll have to send you the video because I think it's hilarious and sad at the same time for the dad. There was a video sidebar. There was a, the father, male dog. These are dogs that I'm talking about. But male dog, he's chilling in his corner. They're outside. And there's about six puppies. I believe they're his puppies. One of the puppies come up to him. And the dog kind of, it's almost like a fly hit the dog. And so he kind of like flinched in a way, but nowhere near towards the puppy. But the puppy um, bugged out and like did a little yelp. And when that puppy did a yelp, the mom came and raised hell. She just started growling, barking right up, and the damn poor dog put it, pinned himself against the wall and was just like crying. And I'm like, oh man. And, and like, it was all an exaggeration because the freaking puppy, like, not, the dog didn't do anything, but she thought he did. Same scenario, a female dog was with the puppies, which probably is the sister or the aunt. Puppy yelp, there's no worries. She got it. No running, no coming up, not even checking. Just a look over. Okay, she got it. She's cool. It's a female. I don't have nothing to worry about. That's a double standard. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. Like Because it was a female, it was okay. But when it was a male, it wasn't okay. Well, I mean, we don't have the full story. We don't know his history of abuse. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) I mean, I don't have the full characteristic. I don't have the facts. (laughs) Sure, they're good good dogs on both sides. I'm sure it was just a moment in time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And I mean, someone hopefully drowned that puppy later. (laughs) No, no, no. The puppy's innocent. That's the double standard of the puppy. The puppy, that's another double standard. It got to get away with the crime because it was a puppy. 
<laughs> I'm totally kidding. Sidebar, we do not promote. You are going to have PETA on your ass. Oh, please. <laughs> Go be on your ass. She and then they'll look puppies. at my Instagram and see I'm like trying to be vegan most of the time. So. <laughs> right. So I want to talk about like also the double standards of aging. Like if a man has like silver hair, he's a silver fox. If he's got a dad bod, it's like he's earned it. He's still sexy. It's funny. Like it's no big deal. But like a woman, she better be tight and tucked the day after having a fucking baby. Like what's up with that? I think the first thing you said is more or less, let's not say fault, but let's just say it's a natural evolution of attraction. Um, women still find him sexy. They understand like, yo, I'm with that. I'm cool with that. He's doing his thing and he's aging gracefully or whatever or whatever. They are still cool with that. That's Certain things can be helped. Like, yo, women is built different. They think different. Where a guy might be like, yo, she let she kind of relaxed a little bit, man. Like she kind of let herself go. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, she's older now. No, but she can still like work out or do something. Yeah. It's different. We just think different. I don't know if it's anything we can do about that. And I don't really know if we should do anything about it. It's just one of those situations to where it kind of sucks for the chick and not so much for the guy. I guess it's it's called a attraction bias, which is the physical attractiveness stereotype. And it's a tendency that's described by psychologists to assume that people who are physically attractive also possess other societal, desirable personality traits. Mm, okay. So that's a little food for thought there. But yeah, I think women are just more prone to be accepting like, yeah, aging is a natural thing. So he's still sexy, whether his hair's gray or not. At least he's got hair. Right. You know, he has smile lines around his eyes or crow's feet. That means he's had like a really expressive, characterful life. But women, it's like get Botox, get filler, get lifted, get nipped, get tucked, get suck it out. You know, (laughs) a lot of that is not necessary. And a lot of that is something that they do because of how they feel. Their husband is going to love them regardless. If that's your husband that he married because he loves you. And he wants to be with you forever. Now, if he done got to that part of the finish line, then that is not going to deter him. He'll notice it, but it's not going to deter him. You know, ain't That's nobody worried know. about that. Yeah, it's, ain't, ain't nobody wor- worried about that. Now, just how you said earlier, you were like, well, because of some of the other stereotypes, a woman being able to yell a little bit or, you know, throw a couple of one-two punches in a biscuit. Uh, it's, it's not too bad. It's a decent trade-off. In this scenario, the aging, I feel that it's kind of a decent trade-off in the point to where women, when it comes to beauty for a long time, they can get away with it in ways that we can't. We Men can't just... How we look is how we look. That's it. That is us. The most we can do is get a haircut. A woman can be a chameleon and transform into a completely different person with makeup. We don't get to do that. So for a long, long time, uh, I don't even know what age do women might stop wearing makeup or whatever, but (laughs) they can fake the funk. It's like, even if they do have these things, they can hide it. Like you only, a lot of that stuff can just be hidden. 
And like, man can't do that. If we do that, that here's your double standard, beauty. If we do that, you're gay. That's that. Dude walking around with makeup, dude, are you serious? Why do you got on makeup? Uh, well, man, you know, my, my lashes are a little thin, dude. And, you know, I just <laughs> want to bring out my eyes a little bit. So, you know, I put on this mascara. Dude, to get punched in the face. Like, get a, move for I sock you. Go by take a that dude, off. though. See, I yes, I'm by a, a dude, <laughs> definitely by a dude. I would sock my home if my homeboy came around and he had on mascara. I would slap him like a bit. I would slap the mascara off his face. But see, like I don't know, maybe it's my emo scene girl days or my early MySpace days. But I'm like, I've dated guys that have painted nails and done eyeliner, and I think they're so sexy. Yeah, Casey. see i think it's a guy thing you're just it's a guy stereotype it's a male masculine thing yes it's definitely it is definitely something to where it's a man rule remember in general in a norm wise men are men women right and we look at them we look at women one way we look at men one way and if we see you acting like the opposite sex you ain't right we're going to look at look down on you and not because we look down on women but you are doing traits of somebody that we are supposed to be dominant over what are you doing that for (laughs) you know like you're not supposed to be doing that you're a man you just you be natural you do your thing and that's how you get them and if you can't get her that means you're not good enough go in your lane or find one that you feel is good enough that you can get and that's the man way. And that's one of those, um, what is that rule called about some natural selection or whatever? You try, men, we go out and we try to get the woman of our dreams or whoever she may be or just the perfect one for us. And we shoot our shot. If it don't work out, we don't have the luxury to say, well, I'm going to go put on some heels because she says she don't date dudes that's under six feet. So let me go put on some heels. And now I'm going to be 6'3". And, oh, she says she only like dudes with colored eyes and she likes dominant whatever, like eyebrows. Let me go put some um that eyebrow darkening stuff on and let me go get some contacts and let me put on some mascara to make my eyes more boom in your face. And, oh, I got a little bit of skin issues here. Let me go and put on, what is that stuff called? Foundation or concealer. Yeah, there you go. Foundation and concealer. Now, my skin's perfect. My eyes look pretty. My eyebrows are on point. They got that arch in them. I look good. I look good. And I'm three inches taller. We can't do that. (laughs) We can't. And we do that. (laughs) Oh, hell no, we can't. Hell no, we can't. And that is a double standard. But I'm okay with that double standard. I am 100% okay with that double standard. It's fine. I will be the police of that double standard. If I catch a dude doing that, talking about he trying to get that girl, I'm going to whoop his ass personally. Oh, we're so going to talk that. about toxic masculinity. <laughs> we are, you can't do that, dude. You be yourself. If that is not good enough, then go elsewhere. That's it. Okay, so what about the be yourself to the girl who's seen as promiscuous, but that's not good enough, so where does she go? If you was a hoe, then (laughs) 
you then that's what you are <laughs> doing it. You're totally you, doing it. No, I no, what I'm this is what I'm saying. Let's put it this way. There's if a girl is messes with a lot of dudes, right? She just has a long, long, long track record. There are dudes that are cool with that. It's dudes that's not tripping. For instance, a lot of pimps marry their hoes. And when I say hoes, I'm not being disrespectful to women. I'm not calling women in general hoes. I'm speaking in terms of pimps and hoes. And in this sense, a hoe is a woman where her job is to have sex with a whole lot of men. And the one that puts her on that job is the pimp. So there are several pimps that marry their hoes. So there are men that have no problem being with a woman that has had plenty of partners. There are plenty of porn stars, ex-porn stars, strippers, uh, ladies of the night, all type of uh, women like that that are married to where their men are completely okay with it. There's porn stars that are still working and are married and their men are okay with it. So it's more so of, hey, yes, there are going to be some dudes that's just not okay with it and they're going to shame you. But guess what? That's not the dude for you. That is not your match. And I'm not talking to you, Casey. I'm saying in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the dude for you. You have to find the one that's for you to where to them, that's not a big deal. It's not a deal breaker. It's all good. That's fine. It's going to, just like I know, there might be girls that's like, oh, you cheated before? Once a cheater, always a cheater. I can't deal with you. I bet. All right. Well, I'm out the paint. Let me keep moving. <laughs> so I feel in that arena, that's how people should go about and deal with that type of double standard. There could be a double standard. That's fine. But you don't have to suffer because of it. It doesn't have to make your life more difficult simply because it exists. I feel like this whole conversation about double standards has been a double standard in itself. And um, like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm amused. <laughs> but I fine. feel like, I feel like we definitely need to cover toxic masculinity in another topic and at another time. There are a lot of double standards out there. And like you said, a lot of people don't think of the ones for like age or race or other things like that. And a lot of the first thing that comes to mind is male versus female double standards. Uh So that being said, I think that we were good at displaying a lot of them on this call. (laughs) Yeah, I feel we did display a lot of them. And where we fell short and we can talk about later is the double standards with female and female and male and male. There's double standards within just the the exact same sex that certain kind of females can get away with that other type of females can't. Same with males. Like um, what would be an example is, I don't know, a guy getting a, um, hmm, certain things white guys can do that black guys can't. Certain things black guys can do that white guys can't are Asians or something like that. That's almost like an ethnicity thing, actually. Yeah, there's double standards everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's just double standards with a lot. I think everything is a double standard. And it's just, I don't know if we're ever going to come up with some kind of formula to solve it or fix it, but it's definitely a fun topic that we can address and know that we're all hypocrites about, we're all victims of. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I don't have a problem being a hypocrite with certain things. And this is something that I, I hope everybody can gather. Words are just words. They just describe an action. So uh, I know a lot of people might look at a hypocrite and think of it's like, oh, it's, it's real bad and this, that, and the other. But sometimes, depending on the situation, yeah, you're going to be a hypocrite. It's not necessarily going to make you a bad person. It's just almost like the saying goes, what did you say? Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> right. Type of situation. It's like, yeah, it, it happens. I know I'm a hypocrite with certain things because there's, Lord knows, there's a lot of things that I did when I was younger when it comes to dating to where I would not even allow my little sister to do 2% of that. I would be on her ass and I would be talking all the shits and it, I wouldn't allow it. And I've done did it. And obviously I, I did it with somebody else's little sister or daughter. Yeah. I wouldn't be cool with it, but that could be my maturity talking. But I don't really give a damn what age I was. I would have never been cool about that happening with my little sister. And that's the hypocrisy. Yeah, and I mean, you have a boy. Like, if you had a girl, would your whole viewpoint change right now? It'd almost be the same as what I'm saying with my little sister. Like, yeah, of course. Like, there's, I'm going to be very super protective. I'm not going to allow a lot of stuff. I would probably change in, in a way, but I believe I've changed with age in general. But yeah, I probably would be different, you know, because now I've got a little girl to, to teach and look after. And I don't, and me, I, I don't want society to raise my daughter right. in any kind of way, because I think the what society is doing with women in general is bad, is not good. The way that they're, what they're portraying as freedom is not. It's more so of just, I don't know, It's it looks like things are going backwards in a way. And I just don't like the way it is. But anyway, that's yeah. a different topic. So I just, just in wrapping up to me, it's just like with every other topic that we've covered, it's just, we can try to get as detailed and as specific as possible, but we just keep making the, the generalizations that we let the confirmation bias and the cognitive bias and cognitive dissonance and stuff kind of take over. And it's just, at the end of the day, if you're a total dick, you're a total dick. And if you're a good person, you're a good person. And if you're an open person, then you have open thoughts to all these different topics that we are going to broach. Right. So, but yeah, definitely um, more topics to come. This was fun. I feel like I need to come back a little bit more heavily armed next time, next time we talk about this, because <laughs> I wasn't really sure direction I would take on this. It was more like a sit back and not review, but just kind of sit back and be like, okay, let me see what I'm working with. And uh, I got some thoughts in my mind. But like I said, I, I referred to, in my imagination, the show Friends with Soleil Moon Fry or Soleil, as some people say. <laughs> And I just, I think about like Elvis and how I heard growing up that he always put Priscilla on a pedestal. So they got pregnant with Lisa Marie, Elvis Presley, and Priscilla Presley got pregnant with Lisa Marie Presley on their honeymoon. And I heard that he never touched Priscilla after that again, because he had such mommy issues. And it's just, that keeps pounding in my head that there's like some kind of something to be drawn from that with this conversation. (laughs) It's again with the do as I say, not as I do. So, right. So that's something that I would like to explore further at another time. I need to gather my thoughts, I think, before I have all these females or males or anyone that's just like, 
hello, you didn't represent us. <laughs> right, right. No, that's all good. And I would love for, even if we had a guest, and it'll probably need to be a woman guest, because I don't know if you can, if two dudes get, okay, this is going to turn into a joke. So I'm just going to say, <laughs> make this, <laughs> say this in a different way. Two people with such natural, just a different way of thinking when it comes to uh, the double standards, because it almost they're not going to agree with you, mm-hmm. basically. And it'll be, I think it'll be too much of a onslaught where I think I would benefit more of if it was you and a woman, because I would more so learn more. I think you already know everything that a dude's going to say, but yeah. I don't know all the stuff a woman's going to say in their perspective. And so I would be able to actually learn and be like, oh, okay, well, what about this? But you being a woman, you've heard all of our double standards. And what I've lived them. Right, right. <laughs> I do not know your struggle, though. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. It's just like, I mean, you and I both know that we both try to take things as a topic by topic, person by person, scenario by scenario thing. And it, we we try not to generalize, but it is one of those things that we deal with today. So, and it's not going to go away anytime soon, whether it's right. as far as races or ages or sexes or genders or whatever. So it's something that we'll have to put on the back burner, I think for now, and then we'll we'll come back to, but I would definitely love to have some more backup to teach me too, because again, I get misogynistic sometimes. I don't know if that's because my dad was a cop and my brother's a sheriff. And because my whole household growing up, that was just kind of the way that we lived. But also things have changed as I become an adult and I've had kids and I've had a daughter and a son, like my, my viewpoints change and stuff. So I try not to overgeneralize and I try to rationalize and I try to give people and things the benefit of the doubt. So I think it's one of those things that hopefully more people will start to do and start to have a, a more open mind and a more broad aspect of, of what they're trying to get across. Yeah, for sure. For sure. This was fun. <laughs> it was. It was a good topic. So yeah, I can't wait to touch on it again at a different time and uh maybe the next thing we can talk about is that toxic masculinity i'm really excited for that i'm gonna come like fully loaded <laughs> <laughs> and that's cool i am with that is there an opposite of toxic masculinity um i don't know that's a good question that's something i'll have to look up yeah i wonder if there's a woman version toxic uh what would they call it femininity <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think there is, but I mean maybe we'll be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we will all surprise ourselves. We will find out together uh, right. next episode. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening and we'll uh we'll not see you soon because we won't see any of you, but <laughs> we'll uh we'll pop it back into your spaces soon. <laughs> You'll hear from us soon. Yes. Thank you. Definitely. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys. Night. Bye.